welcome back to another episode of Fantasy Football X Factor. I'm your host, Trey Watson. He's JB, and we have a packed uh, episode for you today. We have the talk about the schedule. We're bringing up more NFL contracts. Um, we get into a little bit of everything. So... With that said, let's bring in JB and let's get right into whatever he has on deck. JB, what is going on? How was your week? Oh, my week was pretty good. Just wish I signed an NFL contract and made $100 million, but, you know, um, still working on that. Don't we? Oh, I could use about. I could use about a player, a practice player salary. Yeah, that'd be. Hey, listen, I'll take that too. Right about I'll, now, <laughs> I'll I'll take a practice player salary right about now. Mm-hmm. Well, these NFL contracts are getting out of control, as we all know. We'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> but first, we have to get into. You tell me, partial NFL uh- schedule. Yeah, so the full – okay, so just to give everyone some context. Full NFL schedule I thought was coming up sooner. It's a little bit later than I thought it. The full schedule comes out on Thursday, May 12th at 8 o'clock. But there was one interesting little nugget that was partially released. We don't know teams about this, but if you recall last year, they played two Christmas Day games. One at 4 o'clock and one at 8 o'clock, I think it was, or something like that, Eastern time. Well, this year they're expanding it to three. And basically, and I it's basically saying, screw you, NBA. We're the NFL. We make ratings happen. You don't. That's basically what they, they're pretty much doing here. Has there never been a Sunday night? Has there never been a Sunday night football game? Um, like I mean, oh, for Christmas, for, for Christmas, has Christmas never fallen on Sunday for when they well, had Sunday night football? Usually, what they do historically, prior to 2022, is whenever Christmas falls on a Sunday, most of the games would be put on Saturday, and they would be like maybe you know, like maybe a primetime game. Sometimes there wouldn't be any Christmas. Christmas Day football at all, and it would be just Monday Night Football. But this year, for the first time ever, this is the first time they're doing a triple header on Christmas Day. Because the NFL wants more money. <laughs> I'm all for it. Me too. Give me more football. I could I could do I could do without basketball. I'm fine. Give me football. Yeah, because some of those games anyway in basketball are kind of meh, especially when my team plays, but we're not going to discuss that. That's for a different topic. Yep, that's for a different topic, different podcast. Yeah, exactly. But Different, different, uh, I don't know, different format, I guess. Yeah, but when you're – the Christmas Day game last year, the Packers and the Browns last year, was the second highest rated game of the season. Yeah, you're going to come back to that. Packers, Browns? 
Practice Browns is the second highest rated. God, that must have been. Oh, that must have been a terrible game to watch. I don't remember that game. Um, it was a pretty good game to watch because the Packers won. All right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so what's the th- so the schedule now has three games on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day, there's a whole bunch of international games too. A lot, we're going to know by May 12th what's going on, and you can safely assume that that Sunday we'll have a podcast on there. Now on to a topic that's near and dear to praise heart. Thank N- you. <laughs> NFL contracts. So, if you recall from last, from last episode, we, we, we had the greatest discussion about how NFL contracts were getting more and more insane. And, well, if you thought this is the end of um, the NFL contracts, oh, no, we, we're not done yet. Um, because the Cleveland Browns decided to break the bank again and decided to give Denzel Ward a $105. million contract for five seasons. Don't you mean Denzel Mims? Okay, for those of you that that, that that it's a joke that me and Trey had here, I screwed up royally. I said Denzel Mims, and I meant to say Denzel Ward. Uh, yeah, I, if, yeah, if Denzel Mims ever gets, uh, what was it, 120 mil? 100.5 mil. 100.5. If Denzel Mims ever gets a 100.5 mil, he must have think- done something right in the next yeah. few years. Yeah. But still, this is pretty. This is pretty obscene in in itself. Like as soon especially as I for, saw this, especially for a cornerback, right? When I when I saw this, I'm just like, this is exactly what we talked about last week or last podcast, which was last week. But yeah, a hundred point five million. You know. I didn't want to believe that these contracts are getting more and more obscene. But they are. I mean, he's getting $71.25 million guaranteed. All you, have, all you have to do is look at the wide receiver contracts. Yeah. By the year 2023. Um, all right. Let me... I, I mentioned this on my uh, other podcast. Uh, let's put put just put this into perspective. Uh, in 2011, I believe it was. I believe I said it was 2011. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald was the highest paid wide receiver. He was getting nineteen million two hundred and fifty thousand a year. Oh well, well for that year he was getting nineteen million two hundred fifty thousand. Right? Right. In 2023, that's not this up this coming season, but the season after mm-hmm. in 2023, 13 play 13 wide receivers will be making over twenty million dollars a year. Oh gosh. The leader would be Tyreek Hill, who's making, I believe, thirty one million two hundred and fifty thousand. Holy moly. 
there's 13 players making 20 over 20 million in 2023 wide receivers. 12 of those. Wait, let me see. Yeah, there's 13 million. Hold on, there's 13 making well, yeah. more. There's 13 making. There's 13 making more than Larry Fitzgerald did in 2011. 13 more wide receivers. 12 of those are making over $20 million a year. I mean, for that year. Yeah. Wide receivers. I know. Is one of them, because you did this research, so I don't know the answer to this, per se, off off top of my head. Is one of them that stupid um, contract that the Jaguars gave out? No. No, Christian Kirk is not getting 20 mil, I don't think. I don't think so. No, he's getting like maybe eighteen. That's still absolutely, that's still absolutely absurd, by the way. Yeah, I don't remember who was on the list. Um, some of those guys were deser- some of the, some of those guys was were, were deserving, but uh, right, yeah, so absolutely. Yeah, still hurts, but detailed. But we're not going to discuss that. But when. That contract from the Jaguars was given to Kirk. I knew right then and there that there's a problem. That was the problem. Like the Jaguars just did the stupidest thing there and reset the whole market. And every single NFL team is pissed off at them. There might be one team that isn't pissed. Which team are you talking about? The Los Angeles Rams. Because did you hear what Cooper Cup had to say? Oh, yeah. I forgot. Right. I, I didn't even put this on my list. But I heard it, but I'm not sure. Yep. I I forgot what he said. For, uh, this is what he said. Um, Adam Sheffield tweeted this out. Uh, asked if he wants to top other wide receiver deals. Cooper Cup said that's not important to him. Uh, quote, I'm not trying to beat anybody. I'm not trying to compare myself to anyone else. It's more about being in a place that's just right for both sides. Give me, say, a, give me a Cooper Cup over anybody in the league right now. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, look, he's one of the best wide receivers in football right now. Yeah. Um, well, and this, if that's this, true, and if he's going to take a, like, you know, like a hometown discount, Absolutely. I, if I'm an LA Ram fan, I'm running. I'm ready to run through brick walls for him. Yep. Just just for that quote alone, I will take him over anybody in the league. Yeah. Because that's the most unselfish thing you could do. Mm-hmm. Or you could be like Devo Samuel, and basically oh. Oh, do the break. which. For the for the record, this story just um, blew my mind when it happened. So of course, Steve Samuel wants to get paid. I mean, you can't really you can't really fault him for this because he's seeing everybody else get paid, and well, he wants his. And here and, we go. And well, it's also part two. He was feeling like. He wasn't being used properly because he's being used also as a running back, but he primarily wants to be used as a wide receiver by the 49ers. 
And that's why he wants out of San Francisco. That's, that's, that's the other big reason why he wants out of San Francisco. Um, and there's, I'm hearing, I've heard three teams. I, I thought I heard four teams possibly. Yeah. This, I've heard a fourth one, but I'm not sure. The three I've definitely heard are the Jets, the Packers, and the Lions. <laughs> I've, also heard, I've also heard the Chiefs come up. All right. Uh, I, I I heard that I I don't know how true it is, but I heard that he wanted to be. I think he's from South Carolina. He wants to be closer to home. Um, none of these places are close to home. Right. They're all mid mid middle of the USA. Pretty much. Oh, except yeah, for the Jets, then, and the Jets are up north, and he probably doesn't want to play for the Jets. Yeah, I, that's just me. That's just me thinking. I don't know, maybe. But what team's close to Carolina that's even remotely good? Yeah, it don't have to be good. He's <laughs> if he wants to be, if he just wants to be close to the home, he just wants to be close to the home. I mean, and good lord, if you really and, want to go to Carolina, yikes. And that's going to pay him. Right. I mean, there's other teams down there. There's, there's Atlanta. You know what uh, team to do. There's Tennessee. The Dolphins can't get another quarterback. I mean, wide receiver that's going to – they're going to be spending that much money on. Uh, Tampa Bay can't afford that. Can't do it, right. Um – I see Tennessee and um, the Panthers. Maybe the football, or the Commanders. I think it's the football team. But but then the pan. But then the, the then again, Tennessee's going to have an issue with AJ Brown coming up. Right. Uh, there's also there's also he he's involved in this too. <clears throat> Although it sounds like he there's a better chance he might stay in Tennessee. Um, there's still a chance for that happening. Um, but yeah, he ain't he ain't staying in San Francisco, and San Francisco is going to take a big hit for this, especially because if they if they no longer start Jimmy Garoppolo and they start Trey Lance this season, which leads me to this. Go ahead. You have been on me. Constantly. Go ahead. You gotta keep Debo. You gotta keep Debo. Debo, 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 Debo. Yeah. No, you're right. As your keeper, you have to keep Debo. Yeah. I'm not keeping Debo. You know what? I thought I said, unless something weird happens, I think I thought I said that too. Well, guess what? That or something weird is happening. I can't do it. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not keeping them. Really? No, you can't. Especially if it goes to the Jets. Oh hmm. God! See, there's 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 things that it just well. It yeah, makes you. It, 
it made when you when you like when you look at the team I had and the setup mm-hmm. I had and what worked for me in the past, keeping Debo would not help me. Right. Like that's not how I build my teams. Right. Keeping Debo, although he, great asset, uh Married your team a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, now you see he doesn't want to be used as the running back. And I was getting pissed off because he wasn't being used as the wide, wide receiver. So And then That's it started using him as a running back. And it was like, okay, now you're just diminishing what he can do. That's true, too. Which now I can understand why he's upset. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right about that. Um, yeah, so I mean, I totally understand that. The only, I, the only two teams I can see if he goes to Packers and Chiefs, if he goes to them, then he'll automatically get a bump. Yeah. If I was him, I'd go with the Chiefs. And while well, just fifty man out of contract doesn't make sense to me. You see, selfishly, I want him to go to the Packers. Let's be honest. But the Chiefs just make too much sense. Well, if if he goes there, I mean, it sounds like the Jets are going to be going hard on going hard hard on him. The Jets are pretty much going to go hard on anybody. Uh, that's true. Any fridge and wide receiver that's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned A.J. Brown. You had him on your list. Right, yeah. He's also involved in I Want to Get Paid. And there's also Terry McLaughlin, McLaughlin too. He wants to get paid as well. Oh, McLaurin? McLaurin, yeah. Thank you. It sounds I can, like I can see McLaurin getting uh getting his money. Well, yeah, because Washington's cause he, stupid and they throw stupid. They, they do stupid deals. Because well, McLaurin really has earned it because I. But well, just like Debo, Debo's earned it too. I think Debo was oh, like yeah. a second round pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think McLaurin was like a third round pick or something like that, second or third round pick. Sure. These guys have earned it, but damn, I can't imagine paying. A wide receiver thirty million dollars when he's he's dependent on another guy to get him the ball. Mm-hmm. And again, it goes back to what you said last week: how these contracts are getting stupider and stupider, Trey. And um, besides, honestly, their their factor; these guys, the wide receivers, are a factor. In about, let me see, um, maybe fourteen. It's a, it's kind of a, it's a nice amount, but they're, they're in a, like fourteen percent of the plays they factor in, right? Like if you, if you just want to look at, you know, how many targets they get, mm-hmm. like a uh, supreme. Uh, wide receiver will get maybe 10, 11 targets. 
uh, out of maybe, I think I want to say 80 cap. You cap it at 80 plays a game for a team. Yeah, I would say about 80, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll 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 see. Um, you also had Kyle know, Murray. On the, go ahead. And you know, it's only a matter of time till someone gets forty mil. You know, it's coming. If there's a wide receiver that gets forty mil, blow the whole fucking thing up. It, it's it's coming, Trey. Put put a cap. Put a cap on it's each position. Coming. Each position. Uh, Kyle yeah, Murray. What's thought about him? Right. The final thing. Apparently, we also now have a staring contest going on and on for the Cardinals here because the Cardinals GM says there's zero chance that the team's going to trade Kyle Murray, which is interesting because apparently Kyle Murray is going is trying to hold out to get a new contract once again because he sees everybody else getting hit, getting theirs, and he wants his. So who knows where this is going to end up going? It's going to end up with the uh, Cardinals uh, blinking first. Yeah, <clears throat> they're kind of going to have to give him a, an extension, aren't they? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Their, he's their franchise quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. if if they don't. If anything, if if they don't blink first, then they're gonna have to tr- trade them. Yeah, and I mean, you kind of have to think about it a little bit, just because of the holes that some of these teams have gotten. Like for even Deshaun Watson, who, keeping in mind, didn't even play this year, past past season. Yep. Like. Otherwise, then you're going to have a pissed-off quarterback who definitely won't show up to OTAs, who almost certainly won't show up to minicamps. Um, who knows how he's going to be, how he'll act during the season. But – and this is kind of a big – this is kind of a proving year for the Cardinals. Yeah, they haven't won a playoff game, have they? No. They were out no. of that shit. They got absolutely ass blasted. That game, remember, that game was over by halftime. Um, the Rams absolutely destroyed them. Uh, NFL on CBS posted mm-hmm. this. I don't remember when they posted it. Uh, NFL on CBS posted this on Facebook. Uh, they posted uh, a side-by-side of uh, different quarterback classes from one year to the next. Um, In 2012, Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill, Andrew Luck, and Nick Foles were drafted. Um, Russell Wilson has over 37,000 passing yards. Kirk Cousins over 32,000. Ryan Tannehill over 30,000. Andrew Luck had over 23,000. Nick Foles has over 14,000. Now you move yeah, on and, to the next. Now you move on and, to the next year. Yeah, I'm going to say one thing there. Andrew Luck had unfortunate luck. That, no pun intended. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in 2013, uh, Mike Glennon leads the, that draft class with 7, 000, over, just oh, over 7,000 yards. 
Gino, oh Gino Smith is just under 7,000 with 6,917 yards. Uh, Eli Manuel, remember that name, uh, 3,767 yards. Uh, Matt Barkley, 2,699 yards. And I believe this is Landry Jones, 1,310 yards. Oh, my gosh. So, well, 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 here's what you need to know about that draft, draft class. Mike Lennon's the leader there at 7,000 yards. Yeah. So, Mike if you, you want to know if they should pay Kyler Murray, there's your answer. Yeah. Because otherwise you could get a Mike Lennon Dan or Geno Smith. Smith. Yep. All right. Oh, gosh. And this – because – Tracing enough of Mike Lennon last last year, right? Too damn much. Yeah, that, exactly. So, speaking of, um, let, let, let's actually get into the draft since, well, hi, that's coming in four days. And, yeah, we, we're probably going to be back fairly shortly talking about it um, afterwards, especially if there's absolute craziness here. So for those of you that are kind of maybe living under a rock or something, um, the NFL draft is this Thursday to Saturday. It's on a whole bunch of networks. Um, ESPN is doling out a murderous row of um, bad. Um, If you really want to enjoy this on ESPN, you get Lewis Riddick, Mike Greenberg, Jerome Booger, Booger McFarlane, I'm sorry. Might well be Jerome Booger and <laughs> Mel Kuyper Jr. Yikes! You don't want to hear what Booger McFarlane has to say. I heard enough of him. <laughs> uh, maybe they'll put him in that uh, that contraption. <laughs> no, 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 no. And just and just have him going up and down the aisles. Oh God, no. <laughs> You know, and and gentlemen, the- for the 2022 draft, we have brought back whatever the fuck that card was called. <laughs> the the Boogamobile it was. Oh, I can't believe I actually know that. I swear, I know the stupid. Oh. I remember the stupidest shit in my head. It's unbelievable. I'm glad uh, I didn't know what it was called. Yeah, well, now you do. Except you're going to forget about it later. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> you're welcome. Boy, you know, I mean, you know, can we just say I miss um Chris Berman or Trey Wingo doing it? Berman was so terrible. Um, have you seen this? You'll be you'll, you'll be clamoring for Chris Berman. I'll take those guys over Chris Berman. You gotta be kidding me. I'll take I cannot I cannot stand Chris Berman. I have never been able to stand Chris Berman. His stick is so fucking lame. God. I can't do it. I can't do this. I I, I just can't. All right. Uh, let's I, name him again. Lewis Riddick. Okay. Booger McFarlane. You, you like his. You like his. You like his brain, and and you like yeah. him as a GM candidate, but you don't like him. Speak about yeah, football. I, about draft guys? I'm, play, I'm saying he's, 
I'm saying, I'm saying, I'll say this. He's the best of the four. Okay, so he's the best out of four. Then we got uh, who's next? Um, Booger McFarland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Booger. We we talk about Booger. Mike Greenberg. Mike Greenberg. You don't like Mike Greenberg? No, I don't. Oh wow. I I really don't. I'm I'm dead serious. After what after what he to this day, I blame him for um, Mike Olick and Trey Wingo leaving ESPN. I can see that. Well, I can see Mike Olick leaving. Yeah, him and, Mike Olick left. Yeah, him and Trey Wingo. I, I, I blame I blame the both on that one. And look, I and look, I mean Mel Kiper's still good. I mean he's one of the best, so and I don't know. Those I think him and Todd Mache are kinda overrated. Uh I like them both. They they act like they're knowledgeable, but when you really look back on it, they're like, eh. Like I can go up there and say, I know about this guy. He's a true NFL player. He'll be starting day one. Mm-hmm. Then you got guys. Then you, get, then you get guys like Jamarcus Russell. Oh gosh! Or uh, oh, the for the new Los Angeles law law. What were they? The Oakland Raiders. Oakland Raiders. For the Oakland Raiders, uh, oh, Jamarcus Russell, he could throw the football from the seat of his pants 60, 70 yards. <laughs> then you get the stories oh. that he wasn't that he that they would send him home with blank CD DVDs and tell him go watch go watch these plays, see what you like. Blank DVDs they would send him home with to see oh, if he geez. would watch to see if he watched them. And he will come back the next day and be like, "Yeah, I like all I like all the plays you see you, you sent with me." How about Bernie Goulston? Who? The guy the Jets drafted? Oh, Vernon Goulston. Yeah, him. Were they all over him too? Oh yeah, they were. But then again, they also do a good job calling out the Raiders picks. But then again, that's pretty easy to do because well, they're the Raiders. So, yeah, yeah they they always they always picking up high. Um, what, yeah. what what's the, what's the other uh, lineups so, on the other stations? Um, let's take a look at the NFL Network one. Um, I know one of them is Rich Eisen. Who I don't know about you, but I I like Rich Eisen. Ah, uh, pass, pass. Yeah, I don't I don't feel like he knows what the hell he's talking about when he's up there. Yeah. Okay, this year you're getting um let's see who I got here. Announces drafted Okay. This year you're going to get Okay, you got some pretty good guys here. Rich Eisen's gonna host with the duo of Charles Davis and Daniel Jermeyer joining him on the main set for all seven rounds. It's gonna be Davis, Eisen Davis, Jermeyer. At the with um Stanford head coach David Shaw, Joe Klatt, and Kurt Warner, with Ian Rappaport being the insider. That's um. I'm okay. I'm okay with this. Is that NFL Network? Yes. All right. What's 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 the others? 
Oh, uh, those was well, and then there's the ABC one. But that's more like the hometown story edition one. That's gonna have um. Oh, is that like uh this player's dad died when he was five? Yes, yes, that well th- that one. If everyone remembered the 2020 edition of the NFL draft, every mm. single time was. Oh, this player's fish died back in the day or something. Like, really? We need to know about his fish dying? (laughs) Like, yeah. The things they think people care about. Yeah. Uh, Who's on that? That one is going... To be, hold on, this is last year. I don't know why I got last year. Um, let me see if I can get this year. I know it's it's going to be Reese Davis. Um, okay, and this is blah 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 blah. Twenty twenty two. Okay. ESPN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know that. Okay. The ABC primetime is going to be Sam Ponder, Kirk Herbstreet, Robert Griffin III, Lowell Rutledge, Todd McShay, Reese Davis, Desmond Howard, Susie Colbert, David Pollock, and Jesse Palmer. Who was was after Robert Griffith? Lowell Rutledge. No idea who that is. He's going to be in the green room interviewing family and friends of the prospects. Seriously? Because, you know, we got to make sure that, you know, we get that raw emotions of someone's fish dying. I wish there was somewhere where I could just watch it without without any backstories. Like, just give me... Like, give me the lead up to, um, like who's getting picked. Yeah. Like, give like, give me the lead up to the first pick. That's how it needs to be. And then, and then from the first pick to the second pick, all you talk about is the first pick. That's how it used to be. That's all I want to hear. That's all I don't care about. Uh, who could be going next? I don't want to. I don't care about who could be going next. Let's make the first selection to the second selection in between. Make that about the first player that's picked. Yeah, no, you're right. Highlight, highlights and how he fits with the team he just got picked by. Right. I I don't care about so, like, the backstory. I don't. I don't really need. I just want to know the pick. How he's gonna fit in? Yeah. What what, what, time, what time? What time's the draft? Like eight o'clock. Okay. When the Super Bowl is on at six thirty, they do about mm-hmm. six fucking hours of fucking pregame right. stuff. Yeah. Could you do six hours of of pre-draft stuff so we don't have to hear that nonsense when it's time for draft day? Hmm. No, I absolutely agree with you. No, it's not that 
I absolutely no, agree with you. No, makes no damn sense. I know. I mean, I'm going to watch the NFL Network's um, coverage probably of this. Because at this point, it's like the lesser of three evils. All right. So, just just some other things about the draft. So, just to give everybody um, some context here. As of when we're taping this, so April 24th at 11.56, 11.55 p.m., here's the top ten. And the only reason why I'm saying this is because the way the NFL offseason's been, who knows how this is going to be by by Thursday. So right now, it's Jacksonville, Detroit, the Texans, the Giants, the Jets, the Giants, Carolina, Giants again from the, from that great tra- um, trade the Bears made. That's like the only good thing Dave Gettleman did, by the way. Um, the Falcons, the Seahawks from the Denver Broncos. That's the Russell Wilson trade, and the Jets from the Seattle Seahawks. That's the um, Jamal Adams trade. Um, th- that's your right now your current top ten. Keeping right. in mind that easily the Jets' tenth pick could be traded out. So here's my question to you. In the draft, what do you think feel is the biggest need for your team, the Giants? Offensive line. That's what you think? Yep. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on that. I mean and I mean look, you know everyone knows if you've been listening to the podcast for the last couple of um months. You know what the Packers' biggest need is. Wide receiver. Special teams. Special teams? No, no, no. Special teams <laughs> is a dark horse. No, no, no. It's funny you bring that up. Special teams is a, a secondary need. It's a with, sneaky with, need. With their first oh, with their first. Oh, pick, please, no. <laughs> no. The Green Bay Packers have selected <laughs> said kicker out of New Mexico State. No, no, no. We don't need a kicker. <laughs> the kicker, the kicker. No, the kicker's okay. It's it's the punt returner we need badly, and the kickoff returner. Mainly, can you catch a football? Are you just saying the kicker's okay? Yeah, Mason Crosby. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Mason oh, Crosby's not Crosby. coming back. Mason Crosby's not yeah. coming back next year. Yeah, that's true. Mason Crosby is retiring. <laughs> He's yeah. done. He's done. Well, I mean, I'm sure the Packers could find somebody. I'm not overly yeah. concerned about a kicker. All right, let's let's move on. So yeah, so just to let everyone know, draft Thursday to Saturday, we'll probably have some type of post analysis, especially if it gets absolutely batshit crazy, which the way the NFL offseason has been going right now. You can assume the draft could very well get batshit fucking crazy. Yep. So yeah. All righty. So let's so let's move on. All right. Now I guess we get to the um to to wait. What what are we going to do next? What do you want to do next? You want to do um Hugh Jackson? USFL. USFL. Yep. All right. So 
I know I know Trey hasn't really been watching some um any of the USFL. I mm. I, I took, Go ahead. I took and I would say I, I did take a peek at it. Um overall the football it's not bad. It's I would probably give it maybe above average. If I if I crowd is gonna be nice I'll probably put it between C plus B minus football. Maybe slightly toward B minus. Um, but there are there are a couple of things I do like. Um mainly t- um sorry, mainly three things I do like. One of them I'm still pissed off that the, the NFL still hasn't implemented. Um well actually two of them. I'll start with the one that is completely off the walls. So one one of the rules is after a touchdown, they have your traditional extra point, the two-point conversion, which is at the two-yard line, and then you have the three-point conversion, and that's at the 10-yard line. And I kind of like that, um, especially, like, in a, in a late contest, it, it, it um, adds more um, action and dramatics there. I can actually, I can actually like that in the NFL. Um, the other two things I think should happen in the NFL. Hold on, hold on, don't don't jump. A three a three pointer, three point conversion. I'm too much of a traditionalist. I actually want to uh, sit down and watch teams go for three points. Oh, but don't you want to see um? What do you call it? Um. Oh gosh. So you want to see like um what is it John Harborough um go for three at an end of a game or something? No, I don't. <laughs> you don't. One, one or two points. Let's not make this a fucking joke of a league now. We're not. Uh, we're not making three three pointers. I kind of like it. If they do that, if they do that. The NFL will be officially become a joke. Yeah, it's definitely something they should look into. I don't think it's going to be implemented in the near future. If they look, they into, look it, into it, if they look into it, I will fucking riot. Now, My, myself, I will riot by myself. Right. Now, the second thing I really did like, and this is something that needs to happen like now is the fact that the ball has a chip inside of it that indicates whether or not you get the first down or or not. This needs to happen and this needs to happen now because too many a times when we have the chain gang um, come out, yeah. Sometimes it's like controversial. Like for instance, there was that one play in the Dallas game where they actually had to use an index card to figure it out. <laughs> That's called stupid. See, I don't see everyone refers to that one that one measurement as the yeah. reason why we need a chip in the ball. But can someone needs to show me another like more times that has happened. Like where they got it wrong. A lot of times it isn't the chain gang's fault 
that uh, something happened. It's the ref spotting the ball wrong, or right, and 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 that's something that can be fixed using the chip. But what if something goes wrong with the chip? That's true. It's it's not guaranteed to, you know. I mean, they will obviously have to work on it and get yeah. it to the point where. Oh, the tech- oh, the technology has to be worked. Yeah, yeah work. It's always working. Um, the third thing I I really like here, and this is, and I still oh, have wait. no idea what. Guys, I I, I added on to that. What they should right. do mm-hmm. is get it to the point where. Um, On the sideline, instead of the chain, mm-hmm. maybe have a marker that like has like a something that like that's in like that's like a line that's invisible. Yeah, like that, that goes across the field where if someone reaches out with the football with the chip. Mm-hmm. Or then, then again, you have to remember where do you place the chip. Do you place it at the right. top of the ball? You place it in the think, middle I, of the I, ball? I, 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 I think they have it at the middle of the ball. Okay, so what happens when what happens when the tip of the ball gets over the first first down marker? That's true. Is it a first down then or no? Right. That's true too. It's it's definitely something that can be refined. And that's why I think this is a good test to see how it works. Maybe if I'm not maybe, mistaken, go ahead. Maybe maybe instead of a chip. They have a strip going through the ball. Right. If I'm not mistaken, they're kind of using um, the tennis technology here where when the ball gets hit on the line, they just go and look at it on the screen. I think that's the technology. If somebody out there is watching the USFL and wants to clarify this for us, please go ahead and do so. (laughs) Because I'm not exactly sure about this. The other, the other rule, and this is a rule I, I still think needs to happen sooner rather than later, is instead of going for that traditional onside kick, which pretty much now rarely works, you, can, you have the option to go 4th and 12 from your own 33-yard one. If you get the first down, great. You keep going. If not... Then the other, then the defense gets the ball where the where the um offense is stopped. That needs to happen. You mean to tell me that wouldn't make the game more exciting? And I don't want to hear your traditionalist tray over here. I know exactly <laughs> what you're thinking. Because because you, you know I'm thinking it. I know that. I don't... this is something. This is something that was been talked about for the last two off seasons, though. Remember that. Three. I don't know if I want. I don't know if I want to give the offense a second shot at it. Just, uh, just a second, like a clean shot at a second chance. Like. You go down, yeah. if you're down two scores, you score a touchdown, you come back, you get the ball again. Like, I don't like that. Yeah. I here's, don't like here's that. My, like, here's my counterpoint. You're, you're down by two scores. 
for a reason. Like, you shouldn't be awarded because you scored. You want the ball back, go get it's it. It's a fourth and 12. I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's a tough play. It's a fourth and 12. They, they're football players. They can if you want to make a fourth and 17, I'm okay with that, too. But um, I'll put but, it to but, you. But then when, where, where does the defense get the ball? On the 33-yard line? Or you kick it off? No, 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 no. So say if it's fourth and twelve, and I only get seven yards, yeah. that means the defense picks it up at the forty-yard line. No, no, hell no, no, hell no. Right. So, right. so if I fail, no, hell no, no, hell no. If you if, no, if you sack no, them, no. I'm not giving them, you. Once you get it at the twenty-five, I'm not giving you a short fucking field. No fucking way. It's on your own. It's on your own thirty. It's on your own um, thirty. Was it thirty-three? It makes sense though because usually an onside kick has to go to forty five, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so then give it to him on a forty five yard line. Yeah. Don't don't if I go incomplete, don't give him don't give it to him on my thirty three. Yeah. But if you fail an onside kick, you you usually pick it up around like the forty five to the forty eight. All right, then we'll jump. Then, okay, then do, do this. I'm fine do with this. this. Do this. Pull that midfield. Yeah, I'm fine with this. Here's the thing. If you told me about five years ago when more onside kicks kicks were recovered, I would be a little bit hesitant. I would. But the problem is right now, the way the onside kick rule is set up, it rarely happens anymore. And I kind of like that. You know, I kind of like a team, a team's desperate last chance. That's my point. Well, how about this? Get rid of it completely. But then what do you do? Nothing. You're down two scores? That. You're down two scores? Why should you get another chance at fucking getting it? No. Yeah. You, didn't, you, you, didn't, you didn't produce. You didn't do your job when it was time. You kicked the fucking ball off. You don't get it back. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I do think this is going to come in the NFL sooner rather than later, though. No. And then the and then the other rule I just read up on, and I'm not. Sure, this is what I'm not sure about. I I'm leaning toward I would like this in the NFL. The fact of defensive pass interference is in like a spot foul if it's greater than 15 yards. It's only a 15-yard penalty if it's greater than 15. Say that again? Okay. It, it, it's like the college rule where if a pass interference happens, let's say, 30 yards down the field, it's yeah. only a 15-yard penalty. It's not It's not a spot foul. Okay. That's, I like that one. That one, I, that one I like because too many a times that people get stupid and it, like it's ticky-tack at best, and then yeah. next thing you know, it's All a 50-yard right. penalty. And that's that's basically everything right now that I've seen. And like I said, the football for the USFL not terrible. All of those rules, and the only one I can agree with is the the fifteen yard one. Yeah, and that's, I do, I'm telling you, I like the fourth and twelve. Though I'm going to tell you, yeah. we disagree on that. 
and that and that leads to this one. Mm-hmm. There's another rule the NFL does that I can't fucking stand. Go ahead. Second and twelve, and I don't even know which 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 uh infraction leads to this. But let's say it's second and twelve. And maybe maybe if it's a neutral zone infraction or something, there's mm-hmm. a few of them that leads to this. Second and twelve, guy does something, five yard penalty, automatic first down. Why? Yeah. Why? Why is yeah. it five yards automatic first down? I know. That, that makes no fucking sense to me. I they know. get rewarded. The offense gets rewarded twice. Mm-hmm. They get five yards and they get a reset on downs. Why? Makes no sense. Yeah. Like defensive holding comes to mind. Oh, I'm trying to think what's the five yard when, one. When, when, when it's like offensive holding, then can we get five yard penalty loss of down as well? Right. I mean, that's a good point. Or, or whatever, whatever it is, whatever the penalty uh, yeah, thing is, yards. if it's five, ten, whatever it is, right. can we also get loss now, of down in? Since we're helping out me, the offense, right. can we help out the defense? Now, let me make one thing perfectly clear. If it's a personal foul, like um, like a face mask. I'm okay with with um first wait like automatic first down fifteen yards automatic first down. No, it's but it's it, five. It, it, there is no fifteen. Yeah. No, like no, I don't. Personal yeah, foul. You can't get an automatic first down and yards. That pisses me off. Right. I and, and I can and, and I can get behind vice versa too. Um, loss of down fifteen yard penalties for personal fouls too. I can get behind that. But the five yard automatic first down ones or the ten yard ones even, yeah, no. No, I don't want automatic first downs. I don't know. If, yeah, but I think that's gonna I think that's here to stay because you, you know how much NFL five yard penalties, fifteen yard penalties, ten yard penalties. Why automatic first downs? I know. Why? I know. You know why? Why? Because the NFL loves to help the offense. That's why. It makes and no you know that's true. Sense. Why should you get automatic first down? Why? Because the NFL wants more offense. They yeah, will well, they will score because well, the fans will scoring. Well, some of us, the traditionalists like myself, mm-hmm. love a defensive game. Yeah. I mean look, I, I love, don't want, I, I, love, I, I love a good defensive game. I don't mind like a fourteen seven game myself or something like that. No, you're right. But nowadays, people love, you know, 38-35, something ridiculous keep, like that. Because you gotta, you got to keep the eyes glued to the fucking tube. And also, fantasy plays a role in this, too. Yeah. Unfortunately. And, and gambling. Even though we do a fantasy football podcast, we got we to gotta call ourselves out on it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. All right. So, yeah, I think, I think we've done enough in talking about rules in the USFL here. Um, let's talk about somebody who isn't in the league anymore, and that is Antonio Brown. <sighs> I can't believe I'm about to say this, Trey. What you do, Antonio? Oh, you like it? Oh, here we go. No, I don't like it at all. Oh. Why? Why does he have another rap album out? 
Please gotta tell me why, money. Trey. Gotta make that money. But he's terrible. Uh, do you not realize that being a terrible rapper no longer matters? Oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's true, too. Especially for auto tune. Uh, yeah, being a, being a rapper doesn't matter. You could do so many things to your voice, put beats behind it, and just play play it as a club record, and you'll be fine. I I just can't. He actually made another one, and it includes bars about the exit from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Because I I'm have... sure any hope that you know you wanted to go back to the Bucks is now officially dead in the water. Oh, he's already said he's not going back. That he doesn't see that as an yeah. option. Hey, you, he, he's got to he's got to make a career doing something because most likely his career is done as an NFL player. Yeah, especially like because I think from the pod last week when the only way he'll sign an NFL contract is if is if um. Is if he signs first before getting the ankle surgery he wants to what? Yep, he's gonna actually uh there's one person he could uh who he could model his post game uh career after. Uh Who's that? where he can still play football. Uh T O. Oh yeah. Fan control football T O. Looking pretty good out there for a 48-year-old. Yeah. Catching balls, catching touchdowns. I mean, probably not the NFL uh, level competition that he's used to. But, hey, it's football, and he's going one-on-one against people. And he's going to need money, like you said. Oh, well, I'm not sure how much money is in the FCF. I believe I I believe I own part of a team. <laughs> I believe I am a part owner of one of those teams. I don't know which one because I I think I signed up last year, but I don't I don't ever I didn't really I really thought it was a fucking joke joke. Yeah, but I mean I signed up and I was like, yeah, I don't know about this. <laughs> so I was like, eh, eh. I I got I got to check to see if I'm actually like. Part owner of some team. Hey, yeah, you you can tell us that in the next podcast whether or not you are. Yeah, I have to I have to research that. <laughs> I I I think I remember me going on there, and I don't know if I signed up. I think I saw the owners. I was like, who who do I want to be a <laughs> who do I, who whose team do I want to be a part of? Mm-hmm. It's interesting concept, but uh, I don't know. Oh yeah, definitely is. But yeah, A A B a new uh. New album called Paradigm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't listened to it. Uh, hopefully, uh, he does well. I guess I don't ever want to see anyone fail. Oh no, of course not. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, his huh. man. What a what a career wasted, huh? Seriously, so, so much talent he had. I was on top of the NFL landscape as number one wide receiver for so long. Yeah, fell out, 
came back, won a Super Bowl. Don't forget that part. Yep. And then went absolutely batshit crazy again. Shit the bed again. Yep. Yeah. Uh, when when all Amber heard on NFL. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't get the reference. No. Okay. <laughs> Amber heard uh, Johnny Depp's ex shit the bed. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I got, I got it now. Okay, she, she I got took it. He took a crap in his bed. Got it <laughs> now. Much what Antonio Brown did to his NFL career. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right. On, on, um, on national TV, and everyone saw it. In yeah. New York, nevertheless, too. Don't forget. In 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 the biggest media capital of the world. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Uh, you have a Hugh Jackson story that I don't think I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, I got to – well, this is more of a Hugh Jackson update here. So, again, um, f- following uh, an ongoing story here, the Brian Flores lawsuit, one of the things that were men- that was mentioned in there was the fact that um, the Dolphins owner, Stephen Ross, allegedly – I want to say allegedly – told Brian Flores – We'll pay you. It sounded like I think a hundred thousand dollars or something like that yeah. to lose every, to lose every game. Yeah. Well, Hugh Jackson. Well, I for, think each like game, couple, for each game. For each game. Yeah. Right. Well, Hugh Jackson is is saying the same thing pretty much when he was on the Cleveland Browns back yeah. when they were yeah. absolutely terrible in the 2016 and 17 season. Yeah. Yeah. Um. He. The NFL is now engaging in investigating this right now for the Cleveland Browns as well from the 2016 and 2017 seasons where the Browns ended up going 336-1, and which I believe also included, and correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, um, 0-16 season. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, that sounds right. I think that's right. Yeah, actually, I'm sorry. And that's also counts eight games in the 2018 season, the 336 and one record. Yeah, right. Always 16 in 2017, one and 15 in 2016. So the NFL and for the Browns, allegedly, we don't know how much um he was being paid to lose games. Allegedly, I know he said it was a uh, significant. Number, right. It was more than what Brian Flores was offered, right. So, a report came coming out from the AP. He's saying back on April eighteenth, he's saying that the NFL is now investigating this. They're they're reviewing it, and that it could be released very soon. Conclude soon. When it's soon, who knows? However. There is one thing I'm going to tell everyone out there about. Don't be surprised if the NFL like drops this when something really bad is happening to them. Like, you know, certain owners might be involved in things that might be dragging the league down or former coach or something like that. I'm just saying... And you could you can almost certainly assume this will come in at like a like at like eight o'clock at night sometime. What, that's, what, that's what that's what Jackson's story? Yeah. 
you know how an evening news dump happens. That, that that's that's common. If they do, uh, Brian Flores looks more and more like the, not the good guy in the situation, but he looks more like the guy who was right. Yeah. If this is true, and the rest rest of those claims, then, yeah. Let's just say it's not looking good for the NFL. My thing is, why would Hugh Jackson? Mm-hmm. Why would what? I think this guy just loves attention because no one yeah. was thinking about fucking Hugh Jackson at all. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know he was Grambling State's coach. I know. No one was thinking about Hugh Hugh Jackson. And then his dumbass gets in front of a camera or whatever it was. And so I was talking about, yeah, I was offered the same thing. Dude, you went, what was it? Three and 36, you said? Three, 36 and one. That's how I was against the Steelers. I remember that. I think someone's going to look at you and be like, dude, you were three, 36 and one in three seasons or two seasons, two and a half seasons. And you don't think anyone's going to look at you and be like, you had a hand in it? You can't go 336 and one and then yeah. and then go in front of a camera and say, I was offered that, but I didn't take it. I didn't take it. Uh you went 336 and one. And one. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think I've ever seen Maybe the Lions in the past have gone like that in three three seasons. Like, right? You, you cannot the Lions, go three, the Lions. The Lions. We knew they were just terrible. Those teams. Yeah, you those can't teams go are absolute dumpster fires. See, see, that would be the same thing with the Browns back then. Everyone yeah. would just, everyone would have just looked at them and be like, "Oh, they were just terrible." Now there's were. questions. Now there's yeah, but now there's a question as to mm-hmm. why they were terrible. Mm-hmm. No one goes back and looks at the lines and be like, why were they terrible? Right. We just assume they were just a fucking bad, badly run organization. Yeah. Now everyone, everyone who thought the Browns were the same in the same boat as the Lions have a reason to question why the Browns were that bad. And Hugh Jackson, it was the leader of that team. And now everyone has to look at him and be like, like what shady deals were you into? Yeah, he should have just shut his fucking mouth. First of all, he should have just shut oh, his absolutely. mouth. And what's how's it go? None would have been wiser. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. He should have just shut his fucking mouth and walked away and been fine. But no, he had to get in front of it. Had to be, you know, center of attention. Yeah, he wants, happened- his, he wants 15 extra minutes of fame. Yeah, like, oh, like Brian Flores, you're in the news because of this? Oh, yeah, you know what? That happened to me, too. Look at me, guys. Right. Look at me, guys. Every Everyone wants satisfaction, likes, clicks, all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. And 
and fucking Hugh Jackson just put himself in the line of fire. Fucking idiot. Yep. Alright. Alright. Well, you know what? I hate negativity. Happy, happy? Yeah, it's time for two happy things here to finish. What's the, what's the first thing? What's 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 what? Actually, yeah, you know, yeah, you know. Go, go ahead, go ahead. I, I think I got. Actually, can I go? Can I go first? Yeah. Go ahead. You first. I have, I have one thing. Okay. I, I'm, I, I'm, sh- I, I'm sorry to bring up past, uh, arguments that we've had. Uh oh. <laughs> but I'm afraid about this, this. This Devin Hester thing. Oh God, no, not again. This Devin Hester okay. thing. Here we go again. <laughs> Something came across my uh phone one day and I and I like saw it. I was like, that is interesting. Um mm-hmm. hold on, I don't think I spilled any drink. Uh let me see if I still if I have it. Do I even have it? Uh yep, I do have it. Uh okay. This was posted by Field Yates. I don't remember when it was posted. Uh because okay. I screenshotted this and I don't oh April eighth. Okay. April eighth. Uh, I screenshotted mm-hmm. this from Field Yates. Uh Brandon Cooks is only twenty-eight and has six one thousand yard seasons. At least 1,000 yards in a season for four different teams. Has been traded three times and signed two extensions plus a renegotiated deal. A really good player with a fascinating career already. Better career than Devin Hester had in his whole... He's had a better career up until this point than Devin Hester ever had. You done? Brandon Cooks, 7,917 total yards, 46 TDs. Only, 20, only 28. Mm-hmm. If he can last seven more years, he will be in the top 50 in touchdowns. He'll be in the top 50 in yards. All right, I'm cracking my knuckles here because once again, he might, I gotta. He might, he might even get to the top 25 in both. All right, I just had to crack my knuckles there because, yeah. Devin Hester. Once again, Devin I am Hester. Not say, I am not saying about Devin Hester, the wide receiver. Devin Hester. I, however, you can't Devin Hester. The punt returner and kick returner changed mm-hmm. the game of football. By returning kicks, which yes. is what everyone else was doing. Yes. He changed that game. People How? didn't kick to him. They were afraid to kick to him. Because there are the, there when are he the the ball... He showed a good chance he would score. Dante Hall, Josh mm-hmm. Cribbs, uh, who else? Devin has isn't Devin has the number one on the list? Yeah, but there, there was other players. There's other players that have been scared to that. kick too. There was a play that the Giants were in that they shouldn't have kicked to a guy, and they kicked oh. to a guy, and he went for a damn touchdown and a, to end the fucking big ass comeback. 
there's been guys. Yes, uh, Devin Hester I... was yes, Devin Hester was a great talent, but he yeah. was a one trick fucking pony. And he's going to get into a Hall of Fame soon. Not as a first ballot. There were people that wanted to put Devin yeah. Hester in as a first ballot. They wanted to put Devin fucking Hester in as a first ballot. Are you kidding me right now? He should get in next year. No. Yeah. No. 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 I have a, I have a feeling, no. I have a feeling no. this is going to be one of those arguments no. that we're going to have for years Dude. to come. Dude, there's been kickers. Kickers. Kickers, you know what? Hold on, hold on. Actually, let me see something here. Let me fucking, you know, you got my listening, by the way. This is this is a normal occurrence between me and Trey. We have these Don't arguments you. all the time. I'm for this shit. I'm too old for this shit. This podcast will now be named I'm Too Old for This Shit. <laughs> The I'm too old for this shit sports. Po- the I'm too old for this shit sports podcast. Oh god! I think you just got your title for this episode. Uh, uh, oh god! Look, I'm just calling it as I as I see it. Hold Devin on, Hester on. was a hold revolutionary on. talent. Oh, hold the fucking phone. Hold the fucking phone here. Hold on. Hold on. Are you in? Are you in? Yeah, yeah I'm here. Not you. Not you. Not, not you. Not you. Hold on. Hold on. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. Um... Yeah, I don't. I don't see it. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. This guy, Jeff Fegels. Yeah, excellent fucking punter, right? Mm-hmm. You would consider him to be a Hall of Fame kicker, right? Hmm. 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 Hall of Fame punter. I don't know, I don't know about Jeff, that. Jeff Fegels, Hall of. <laughs> You don't consider Jeff Fegels the guy who who was the best at the coughing kick. Yeah. Yeah, then he should get into. Yes. I, I okay. Yeah. Hold if on. you revolutionize the position, yes. He didn't no, he didn't revolutionize the position position. He was just great at a certain kick. Right. He revolutionizing the position. They, no, he didn't. No, there were people that were doing the same kick. He was just really right. good at it. Yeah, and you should you be in the Hall of Fame for that? But, Absolutely. but not the not first ballot, not first fucking ballot. Uh, that's okay. my point. That's my point. Okay, do you think? Do you, okay, fine. Let me let me put it to you this way. Yes, put it to me a different way. Here, here you go. Within five years, should Devin has to be in the Hall of Fame. Five years. Five years. Uh, how 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 many years does it take for them? Ten. 
What do you mean? I no, I don't think no. Oh, it's it, 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 it lifelong. I think it's lifelong. In five, five. Now again, we don't know what the whole the future Hall of Fame classes are, so I know that 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 does matter five. here too. Five. Wow, that's gonna be tough. <laughs> that's gonna be fucking tough. I think yes. I can see five. Yeah. All right. At least you're giving me that. I would not, not, not fully give me that. I, I would have to go and look to see who's coming up. Well, yeah. Like I said, we don't know who's coming out. Because I tell you I, what, I, there's gonna, I, I, there's I have a feeling some, we're going to be bringing this back up in a future podcast. There's, there's going to be some quarterbacks that are going to be coming up that are going to be. Like, oh yeah. Well, of course. Wide receivers. Running backs, yeah. tight ends. I'm telling you, defensive ends, offensive linemen, and defensive linemen, cornerbacks. No one's well, we'll no, one, no one's banging down the door for Devin fucking Hester. We'll see. It's going to be fascinating. All it's, I know is if he gets in next year, oh man, am I going to have some fun? If he gets in, I'm going to wonder what the fuck is going on. <laughs> uh, let me see if this. No, that's not the. That's not who I'm thinking of. No, that's not the guy. No, let me take that's a look not the guy. You. Since since we're having this disagreement. No, I want. I want to get off this. I'm just looking for one thing. I, I, I'm off this. We'll see. Let's take a. Let's take a look at. The Wad, Wad, Wad Smith, who used mm-hmm. to play for the Denver Broncos, 849 receive, receptions, 11,389 yards, 68 TDs. Do you think that's Hall of Fame worthy? No. Okay. 11,389 receiving yards, 68 TDs. (laughs) There's somebody somebody in next year's Hall of Fame class that's kind of interesting, too. You don't think Rod's... Yeah, okay, Rod Smith probably should, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight... Eight years over a thousand receiving yards. Yeah, Eight. yeah, yeah, yeah. Brandon Cooks already has six, mm-hmm. and he's twenty-eight years old. Yeah, it, I'm just putting him up. I'm just putting him up against because that's what Devin okay. Hester was: cornerback, yeah. wide receiver, kick returner, punt returner. Mm-hmm. He. He isn't one of the great cornerbacks. He isn't one of the great wide receivers. All he did was return the fucking ball. Woohoo! By the way, you 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 interesting name for next year's Hall of Fame class. It's another guy that you and me debated a lot over in the years. Carson Palmer. If you I'm not saying he's first ballot. No, no, I'm not saying he's first ballot. I'm just saying. No, Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer is not first ballot. No, he's 
No way in hell is Carson Palmer first ballot. Just to throw some other names out there, Cam Chancellor. If he if he doesn't make the fucking Hall of Fame, oh, he should. You and the Hall of Fame people can go kick rocks. I know he will eventually. You got Cam Chancellor, Jahari Evans, Matt Forte, Dwight Freeney, James Harrison, Chris Johnson, Carson Palmer, Darrell Weavis, and Joe Thomas. And where are you going to put Weavis and Thomas? Definitely. Get, get, get to the next topic because I don't see where okay. you're going to put Devin Hester along with yeah. those guys. He shouldn't right. even be on the same fucking okay. field as those guys. Okay. I'm too old for this shit. (laughs) This is is now the I'm too old for this shit podcast. By the way, for for those of you wondering, this this battle isn't over yet. Nope. Me me and Trey are going to be are going are going to be like this for a while because we always do this. All right, let's finish it. All right, let's finish it out with two with two um kind of fun topics here. So on TNT um, in June, I think it's June 1st, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's June 1st. Um, yeah, June 1st. The TNT holds the match, you know, it's a charity golf tournament. Yep. Um, but this year's variations actually is even more interesting. This year it's pitting four quarterbacks against in teams of two against each other. And the teams are Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers taking on Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Your oh, I, can, I can see Skip Bayless right now head spinning. <laughs> Skip, Skip. They Skip. lost because of Aaron Bleep and Rodgers. Oh, God, you're right. Thomas Patrick Edward Brady would is that his is that his name? Yeah, I think so. Thomas Patrick Edward uh, Thomas Edward however his fucking name is. Look it Uh up, someone. Skip, skip, skip. (laughs) Oh gosh. Thomas Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. The goat would never lose. This is Aaron bleeping Rogers' fault. Skip down, skip, 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 skip. Now, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. Skip, but you know, you know, my 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 grandmother used to tell me. You uh, nailed that, by the way, Trey. You uh, absolutely nailed that. Hey, uh, I'm just giving you a clap, a round of applause. Uh, so yeah, that's gonna come on June 1st. It's gonna be. I, I I'm, I'm actually really gonna enjoy this. Um, just to see what happens here between four quarterbacks. Is that mean gonna be involved? Is that mean you gotta listen to? Uh, Patrick Mahomes is uh, Kermit the Frog voice. Oh gosh, Jesus! Oh gosh, I didn't even think of that, but maybe we do. And why? Why couldn't they put uh, Tom Brady on one side 
Oh, I guess they're doing it because of the old against the the new old school versus new school. That's exactly what they're doing. All right, cool. I get that part. I get that. All right. Now for the other thing. So this you're gonna have to flashback a little bit here. So if everyone, if anyone remembers this, there was there's an infamous video clip. It's very infamous on 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 the Cal football field of um, Marshawn Lynch getting oh, into geez, a car yep. and, dri- and, and driving around, you know, on the car, like, with one wheel just driving around crazily. Well, fla- fast forward to, I think it was last week, where Marshawn Lynch is now part owner of the Seattle Kraken, the NHL um, hockey team. Oh, no, don't tell me. <laughs> and what does he go and do to celebrate on the Kraken's um, practice ice facility? Oh, don't he tell me. He into a Zamboni. Oh, God, no. And he starts driving around like he did in Cal. The video out there is absolutely hilarious. I <laughs> highly yeah. recommend you watch it. Oh, Marshawn. Marshawn never fails. Marshawn never fails, baby. I told you I, ha- I had I had this one hidden from you on purpose because, yeah, yeah, I, I didn't even know about that one. Yeah, that one I knew about. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I guess that's just about it. Yeah, I don't have anything. I got I got nothing else. Um, we might be back next week. To discuss post draft, maybe our teams probably. Yeah, our teams, and if anything crazy happens, wait. So when, I said, someone gets traded. Wait, I said if. Hold on a second. I'm going to scratch that word. If when something crazy happens. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm only wondering if. Uh, if uh, James Bradbury and Kadarius Tony are they being traded? Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, I I can't, and um, and, and I'm excited to see what what wide receiver plays for the love of God do the Packers draft. And by the way, if the Packers do not draft said wide receiver in the first round or in the first two rounds, yeah, I'm not going to be happy. Uh, neither will Aaron Rodgers. I am not going to be happy, especially when um they call up Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. Because you know Julio's going to be on the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's going to be a long season for the Packers. I know. I can already I can already see things falling apart. Aaron Rodgers and Randall Cobb sitting at uh uh sitting at court side of the Milwaukee Bucks game and Jordan Love sitting up in the fucking in a suite up over the like he couldn't have court side seats too. You know it's coming. The audacity. The audacity. 
God, we're so screwed, the Packers. Shame we don't shame get with you. All right. All right. I'm done. You done? Yeah, I'm good. All right. We are all set. We'll talk to you guys after the draft. Yep. Offensive line, offensive line, Giants, offensive line. Wide receiver, Packers, wide That's receiver. That's what I'm saying. Please, please. All right. For now, I'm your host, Trey. I'm JV. And we'll talk to you guys uh, next week. Peace. Peace.